Hey y'all. So today is March 27th. It is Saturday, 1.30 a.m. And I hope everyone is doing good. I hope your families are doing good and everyone is staying safe. I have a little story I would like to share with you all. You will not learn anything. This will, oh, excuse me, this will not impact your life. As a matter of fact, these are going to be minutes that you cannot get back <laughs> from your life. But I appreciate if you stay to the end and listen. I mean, unbelievable. So it's kind of like when you think you have a winning lottery ticket and they call, you know, you like your numbers are being called out. And you're like, yes, yes. And you're thinking, okay, I'm about to hit the lottery. And then you realize that you're not going to win, that you didn't have a winning lottery ticket at all. It's like getting your hopes up only to get them let down. <laughs> That's the best way I can describe this story. So picture it. <laughs> Ypsilanti, Michigan, <laughs> 2003. I, um, I'm going to use different names. So I have a friend, I'm going to call her Mickey. She had a boyfriend she was dating. We're going to call him Andre. And, uh, Andre has a friend named Ben that they introduced me to. And Ben, he looks really good on paper. Mm-hmm. Ben is an engineer at Ford. He's 34 years old. Um, he lives in a beautiful home. He drives a beautiful car. I mean, he's like living the quote unquote American dream. He's really got his shit together. Like I said, he looks great on paper. But Ben <laughs> was one <laughs> screwed up individual. He was like a sitcom character. Only this uh, character hasn't, um, I don't have anyone to compare him to really, but I have never met anyone like him in my life. And I hope I never do again. <laughs> he was very, very weird. You know, um, we all have our um, quirks about us, you know, I'm a weirdo, but uh, not like him. <laughs> Thank God. I mean, he, whew, let me say, um, I'm going to give you an example. This is just one quick example that I can think of off the top of my head. So one day we were supposed to go, um, to a movie and for the life of me, I can't think of what movie we were going to see. I keep wanting to say Bad Boys, but I don't think it was, I don't even think Bad Boys was out yet. I think it came out in 2004. I don't think it was out in 2003. But um, that movie just keeps coming to mind, but I don't think it was out yet. But I can't remember what we were going to see, but we were going to go to the movies on a double date. So my friend Mickey, she um, is making a grilled cheese sandwich. And he asked her if she wanted to put onions on her grilled cheese sandwich. And she's like, no, thank you. And he is the type of person, he's very repetitive. <laughs> he repeats everything at least 20 times. So, uh, first of all, no, thank you. Ew, 
No one wants onions in their grilled cheese sandwich. And so um, he asked her, you want onions? No, thank you. Onions, onions? You want some onions on your grilled cheese sandwich? You want some onions? Onions. <laughs> no, thank you. No, no. Man, you put some onions in that grilled cheese sandwich. You good to go. And then <laughs> he proceeds to ask me if I want onions. And I'm thinking, no. I mean, like, on what? I'm not even eating. <laughs> like, oh, no, thank you. So I'm, you know, trying to be polite. And, you know, anything to stay in this guy's good graces. I told myself, Gina, you be on your best behavior and don't fuck this up. You play your cards right. You, when will you be introduced to an engineer again? Okay. <laughs> you play your fucking cards right. So that's what I intended to do. So I, you know, was on my best behavior. No, thank you. So, um, he continues to talk about these onions. And then as a matter of fact, he goes to get an onion out of the refrigerator and he bites into it like it's an apple. And, um, we're like, okay, enough about the onions. You know, at this point we get it. You like onions <laughs> and you like onions on your grilled cheese. So it was just like, okay, you know, it went, and that's the thing with him too. Things would go on and on and on. So, um, of course he bites into an onion. He smells like fucking onions, right? So we get into the car and we all ride together and, He's blaming <laughs> the onion smell on Mickey. And she didn't eat any onions. She just had a grilled cheese. She said no thank you like 30 times to the onions. So he's telling her, you know, if you don't want, well, he's like not even talking to her. He's like talking indirectly. And I'm like sitting next to him. And I'm like, I know he's not talking about me. But he's like, you know, if you don't wash under your arms, you smell like onions. And so he said it, you know, at least 20 to 30 times. <laughs> And so he keeps like asking me, like he wants to smell under my arms so bad. I'm thinking, no, you fucking weirdo. And all he could talk about is like smelling under my arms to see if I smell like onions. And it's like, it's your ass. You fucking ate a raw onion. So I'm like, oh my gosh. So I just had to let him because he wasn't going to let up. <laughs> And so I let him smell under my arms. I know it's weird, but I just let him do it because I, I got tired of hearing about it. He wasn't going to move that car until it happened. And I just, you know, sometimes you just got to take one for the team. And I just thought it was just the most bizarre thing ever. It's like, it's people that I've known my whole life. And I would be very uncomfortable for them to smell under my arm, let alone someone I barely know. It was just really crazy. Then he was so happy and relieved that I didn't smell like onions. <laughs> and I was too. <laughs> like, thank God. Because what if he thought I did? Then that's all he would fucking talk about for the rest of the night. So then he wants to smell under Mickey's arm. And I'm like, no, stop. Like, you're not smelling under her arm. You know what I mean? It's like, you want to smell under your friend's girlfriend's arm? Like, to see if she smells like onions? When your ass fucking ate the raw onion. And then, like... I mean, it's just, it's just so weird in so many different ways. Like, why are you going around smelling under chicks' armpits? Like, that's disgusting. And at least me and him were, like, on a date. I mean, it's still very weird. But me and him were at least on a date. Like, that's your girl, that's your friend's girlfriend. Like, it's just, oh my gosh. Anywho, 
Now, I'm talking about it for too long, but I just want to give you an example of the type of like shenanigans, you know, the stuff I used to have to deal with. Well, I I didn't have to. I chose to because I wanted that um, (laughs) winning lottery ticket. Man, I was like cha-ching, but no, it it was very short-lived. So that happened that night. Like I said, he was just a very uh, colorful character. I I never met anyone like him. He was always saying and doing bizarre things and repeating himself profusely. And um, he would just ask me like random questions like, if my house caught on fire, um, what would you do? Would you come and rescue me? And of course, I'm going to tell him, yeah. You know what I mean? He would just always ask me like all these weird questions and how would I put out the fire? It was just, <laughs> just, just crazy questions. And I would always just, you know, oblige him with, you know, answers that he wanted to hear. I was always just lying through my teeth because it's just like, of course, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to save you from the fire. But in reality, <laughs> I would, you know, I'm not a firefighter, you know, anywho, um, one particular night, I just knew that my dreams with an engineer, well, with this engineer, were just gonna, they were just, it wasn't gonna happen. Things came to a head. I just couldn't take his shenanigans any longer. So we were supposed, just he and I were supposed to go to a dinner in a movie. And when he came to pick me up, something was a little off about him. I mean, more off than usual. I couldn't really put my finger on it. (laughs) But um, I noticed he was a little more weird, more weird than usual, I would say. Something was just off, you know. So we stop at um, 7-Eleven. And I don't know why. And I'm thinking, uh, okay, why are we here? But, you know, I'm going along for the ride. And he's like, you want something out of here? So I get out because, yeah, who doesn't want a Slurpee? I'm all about a Slurpee. So I get out and um, we walk in together at first. And then he goes back out to his car. Like, you know, maybe he forgot something like his money or, you know, something. I don't, you know, pay too much attention to it. And I go to the back. He comes in like immediately, but I like go to the back and, you know, I'm getting my slushy started. Well, I notice when he walks in, he's acting really suspicious. He's looking at the cashier, looking at like the Slurpee machine or the pop machine, looking at her, looking back. He just keeps doing this. And I'm like <laughs> looking at him like, what the hell is going on? You know, and I'm sure the cashier is probably like petrified because he he came in left back out came back and now he's acting fucking nuts so she's probably thinking he has a gun and at this point i'm thinking what the hell myself like oh what's going on here well he's trying to be sneaky when he went back to his car he got a cut from his car and he's trying to be sneaky and filling it up you know with pop or whatever he was gonna drink slushy i don't know and so the girl's like oh, you want a pop? She was like, I don't care. So she's going to like give him a pop for free. She said, I just asked that you get a clean cup. 
I mean, rightfully so. How dare her <laughs> make sense? How dare her want to keep all the customers safe? <laughs> she doesn't know where that fucking nasty ass cup came from. I mean, it came from his car and who knows? I mean, it was just so nasty on so many different levels. And then like, how, oh my gosh, how dare her <laughs> suggest that he get a clean cup? I mean, he's going to give, I mean, she's going to give you a free pop and everything. Like, come on. Oh my gosh. He goes ballistic. He pulls out his wallet and his wallet is like I don't know if she could see like from where she's standing but his wallet is like full and he's like you want a buck you want a buck and oh my gosh I told you he like repeats himself you want a buck I'll give you a buck I'll give you a buck I don't care I'll give you a buck and he's like taking money out his wallet and he's throwing dollar bills on the floor I mean the disrespect of it all um it just spoke volumes to his character. It just did. It just, I mean, about his character. It spoke volumes about his character because the way, now this man is an engineer that works at Ford. He's been on his job for some time. So he's making a pretty good coin, you know? And so he probably already thinks that certain people are beneath him anyway. And for him to treat that young lady the way he did was just like, it was just unbelievable to say the least it was just very unbecoming of him it was very I didn't like it one bit and the, you know like the way that people treat essential workers or you know like the cashier at McDonald's the custodians uh, people that you feel like you know people in power in high positions when they feel like somebody can't do anything for them and the way they treat them good or bad it speaks volumes, you know, of your character, like, you know, and it just showed me like, oh my gosh, you're like one of those like people that just look down on everybody and it, it, oh, it rubbed me the wrong way. So I'm like, I have to get him out of here. So like I'm picking up the dollar bill like off the floor and I'm like escorting him outside and I'm also like apologizing on his behalf. I'm so embarrassed. It's people in the store. Everybody's looking like, what the fuck just happened <laughs> in here? And I, me too, but I'm like, oh my gosh. So I'm like escorting him out. And the closer he gets to the door, the more belligerent he gets, the more stupid he gets, the more he keeps talking about this. But, oh yeah, he said that he could cash her paycheck, like from his wallet. Like I could cash her whole paycheck. I mean, just disrespectful. I didn't like it one bit. When we get in the car, he says, do you believe that bitch? And I'm thinking, what? What is going on here? Yeah, he's like, do you believe that bitch? Can you believe her? Do you see how she disrespected me? And I'm like, oh my gosh, this guy is freaking nuts. She disrespected you by asking you. She's going to give you a free pop. She sees you acting suspicious. First of all, you got to understand where this girl's coming from. She works as a cashier. 7-Elevens get robbed all the time and probably often. You don't know like what she's been through at that store. He comes, somebody goes, comes in, goes back out, comes back in and acting very sneaky and crazy. He's looking deranged. 
you don't know what the hell's about to pop off. And then she sees his cup and she's like, oh, that's all? Go ahead and get a pop. I just get a clean cup. I mean, she did nothing wrong. He felt like, <laughs> like she disrespected him to the utmost. And it was just like, oh my gosh. Like, I just, I saw the way he was thinking and it was scary. And it's like, wait a minute, you're an engineer. You get paid to think for a living. <laughs> so it's like, you're brilliant probably in one area and you're an idiot in other areas. You know what I mean? Because it was just like, mm. for him to process that she disrespected him when he was the one disrespecting her, like he came for her lifestyle. He like shitting on her, tell her he had cash her check in his pocket. He was throwing dollar bills on the floor. Like, come on. You didn't even, uh, oh my gosh. Mm. It's just so many things wrong with his thought process. And I'm like, wow. And you get paid the big bucks for thinking for a living and problem solving. You know what I mean? And it's just like, you're doing neither right now. And I just had to tell him, like, she did not disrespect you. I felt so bad for that girl. I really did. She was a young girl too. Um, probably like, you know, early twenties. I mean, and here this like, I mean, he's not an older guy, but somebody in their like early twenties and you know what I mean? This guy he's like thirty four, which he kind of came off older because he wore his pants up to like his breastbone. I mean, he came off like older than he was too. So it's like this older man is like yelling at you. You know what I mean? It was just, it was horrible. I didn't like it one bit. And that showed me a lot. And I was like, mm. so then we're still, I mean, he's just going on and on about he's calling her a bitch and every I mean just being disrespectful and she did nothing wrong and all he could do is talk about he just couldn't believe this bitch so he reaches into his back seat and he grabs a pizza box he brings it up to the front seat and he's asking me do I want some pizza and I'm like no because we're going to dinner and he's like this is dinner I'm eating he's like this is what I'm eating he's like I'm not paying for no dinner I'm not what no he didn't say that I'm sorry he didn't say I'm not paying for no dinner he said, um, he said, this is what he's eating and this is dinner and I better eat some. And he was saying like, I'm, he not going to pay for like, basically he did say that, but I, I, he didn't word it that way. But basically the pizza was it. I eat this pizza or I just starve. We not going to a sit down restaurant. That's kind of what I had in mind. Not eating pizza in the front seat of your car at a 7-Eleven uh, parking lot in a 7-Eleven parking lot. Um, <laughs> it just, you know, no, it, it did not scream. I mean, and we're in the very beginning stages of dating. This is when he's supposed to be like rolling out the red carpet and giving me VIP treatment, but no, he did not. And I was just like, I'm not about to fucking eat cold pizza from your back seat. And he's just going to town on this pizza and he's talking about how she disrespected him and he's damn near choking on this pizza because he's eating it fast and he's talking. I'm thinking, wow, that free pop would have came in handy by now. But I had to leave my slushie behind because <laughs> I had to escort him out of there. He was showing his ass and I'm not about to go back in there. So I hope he's OK and I hope he don't choke too much, but I'm not going to go get him a pop. Well, anyway, he got it together. 
And he's, he continues to scarf down his pizza and talk about this bitch who did nothing to him. <laughs> but I'm just listening. I'm just silent. And I'm just thinking like, oi, they. I, <laughs> I just, I want to go home. And so he finishes, you know, uh, scarfing down the pizza. And he's like, so, okay. So I, the movie was me watching him. Show his ass at 7-Eleven. That was the movie. And dinner was the pizza in the, from the backseat. The cold pizza from the backseat <laughs> that I didn't eat. I didn't partake in that. So that was my dinner and my movie. And I'm thinking, this is fucked up. This is not what I had in mind. So he asked me, do I want to go to Roundtree? And you know what? I should have said no. You know, him and alcohol was not a good idea because this is how he's acting sober. But I wasn't thinking. I was thinking, yeah, let's go to the bar. <laughs> yep, let's go to the bar. Mm-hmm. Uh, since I didn't have dinner in a movie, let's go get fucked up. Might as well. I ain't got shit else to do. So um, me and my bad decision making, we go to the bar. When we get in there, he's a regular there. I don't know this, but he's a regular there. So they know him. And oh my gosh, he gets a hold. We sit at the bar and he gets a hold to the waitress. And all he can talk about is a disrespectful bitch in 7-Eleven. He can't believe that bitch. And I'm like, oh no, here, here we go again. Mm. And he's talking to her. He's talking her damn ear off. Huh. And I just, I just, um, I put my hand on my forehead and I just put my head down. I'm just like sipping my drink and I'm just like shaking my head. Like, oh my gosh, this is not happening. Well, <laughs> it's happening. He continues to talk and talk and talk and everybody with the ear. I mean that anybody that he engaged with, he told him the story. And she was, she was the one in the wrong, not him. He, you know, he didn't bring, I mean, he brought in a German infested cup from his car and he was acting sneaky. And I mean, he, he left all that out. Of course he didn't tell that part. And I'm just thinking like, oh my gosh, I couldn't get out of there fast enough. I couldn't wait <laughs> for us to get done drinking. But, um, I continue to just keep drinking. I'm like, I'm here. I'm going to drink until he's ready to go because I mean, what else? So I'm trying to engage in a conversation with him, but he's talking nonsense. Um, he finally stopped talking about the girl from Seven Eleven, and he's talking nonsense again. He's asking me about like, would you do this for me? And would you do that for me? And it was just like, oh my gosh. Anyway, we finally leave and <laughs> we go to the Red Robin parking lot. He parks and he gets out and I'm kind of thinking, what's going on here? You know? Well, he goes to the back of his car where the trunk is and he takes his hands <laughs> and he bounces the truck up and down, up and down. It's like the car had hydraulics 
And he does it about like five times. And I'm thinking, what the fuck? And then he gets in. And when he gets in, <laughs> he's like a completely different person. <laughs> he's like, it's like he let a load off. It was just like he needed to do that. And then he was okay. I mean, he was like somewhat semi-normal. He was just like, do you want to go anywhere else? I mean, he was like completely different. He wasn't like asking me all these like scenario questions. If I would save his life and what, <laughs> what measures I would go through to save his life. He wasn't asking me any of those type of questions. He wasn't talking about the girl from 7-Eleven. He, ha- he was asking, he was, um, his conversation was like normal. He was asking me like regular questions. Um, it was just like, what the hell? I guess him going <laughs> outside and like <laughs> moving his trunk, his car up and down, I guess it just like released some stress. I don't know what the hell, but after that, I was just like done with him. I'm like, you know what? I mean, at what cost am I going to sell my soul? <laughs> I just was like, forget it. I don't have to find somebody else. I mean, I know he has a good job, but shit. I mean, it's just, I, I couldn't, I couldn't deal with him. I just couldn't. It was just always just weird, bizarre behavior. His thought process, the way he thought was just crazy. He was cheap as hell. And I just couldn't do it. I couldn't. Yeah, I told you, you won't learn shit from this story. <laughs> You are gonna learn shit, but um, it just makes for a, a weird story. It's just another weird story in my repertoire. Uh, yeah. So thanks for listening. You all have a nice night. Bye bye.